All right, you are now tuned in to the follow-through with Quarantine Clips and No Flu Drew, episode 121, and this is going to be an exciting one, people. We're going to talk about the new Michael Jordan documentary series that's coming out. We're going to talk about the different places the NBA is considering playing, finishing out the rest of the NBA season, and then we're going to implement our new series, Top 5. This week, we're going to break down the top five point guards of all time. Drew's going to give you his list. I'm going to give you my list, and it's going to surprise you, people. So follow through with Clips and Drew. Drew, kick that intro music. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like Gluty us. I do have something to say. So you got to give it up. Give it up. You never heard All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple, Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. What up, broadcast world? What's up, everybody? You know what it is. You know where you're at. It's the follow-through with quarantine clips and no flu, Drew. I'm going to keep that going, Drew. Well, we got to keep it going. Until we're out of this. I'm keeping it going. Well, until I have a flu or until, you're, wood, or until you're not quarantined anymore. <laughs> this is where it's at. Oh, I'm living the quarantine dream, yo. <laughs> Episode 121. Uh, this is week two of quarantine for me. I don't know where the rest of y'all are at. But um, just to let you know, Mama Clips, who works in the hospital, had mentioned like it's probably going to be another sixty days. That's what I'm going off. What Mama Clips tells well, me. Well, she's on the inside. She is on the inside. Whatever our president thought that we'd be okay by Easter is probably not happening. Wishful thinking. I'm doing okay. I'm doing my beach walks in the morning to get my coffee. I I knocked that out really early. I'm working out. I told Drew I have some guidelines. Like I don't watch TV until two. Uh, no drinks until four thirty. Which is fine. I feel like that 4.30 is a flexible well, it, it, time it's frame. The first four days of quarantine, <laughs> that's why I had to set the rules. Okay, That's why I had to set the freaking rules. I bought two gallon vodka, uh, vodka bottles and they were both gone. Right? Not in not in four days, people, but in, no, in, a, in a week and a half. They disappear quickly. They go fast. And it's not like I could be like, well, you know, Drew drank half of one or my friends came over because they're not. No, it's just you. Literally yeah. by myself. I finished Ozark in one day. Oh, thank God for that show coming out, That's though. Such great, great such new content. Great I'm working my way through that myself. I haven't finished yet, though. Uh, I'm rewatching Stranger Things right now. One of my favorite shows, um, just because I want to and I love the show, and I might as well. Anyways, we have an exciting, fun podcast for you guys today. 
top five point guards of all time. Drew's going to give you his. I'm going to give you mine. And we're going to do this as a series every single week. We're going to go through position just because we want that content. You want that content. And we're spending a lot of time on it, guys. Doing some research. Right? You got to. But first, we had some actually good news for the first time in about the last month is – all, and all it took was LeBron and his homies to be on IG Live <laughs> and tell ESPN to drop the last dance, the Mike, Michael Jordan 10-part docu-series. Well, it's funny because I thought I started that. I mean, I had, you mentioned, did say it. I had mentioned that two Saturdays ago. Do you think ESPN is listening like that? I mean, I, ESPN is not currently a Patreon contributor to uh, load management at this point. Wouldn't but, that be great? But... Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. I started this goddamn wave. I think you did. And you know what's funny is, you know, last week we did DraftKings, and then our boy, the guy we look up to the most, Bill Simmons, did a did a redraft of the '96 draft. He that's started a, with '96. That's so weird. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's weird. It is weird, right? It is weird. I mean, it seems like at the very least, you and I can at least kind of pat ourselves on the back by being on the on the on the the cutting edge of of the content that's coming content because that's coming they're out. fishing too. Oh, absolutely. They are fishing, too. Yeah, he's going to be redrafting every draft. Every draft. I know. They're doing 2,000 next. How boring is that 97, 99? Like, there's going to be some fun stuff in there, but, right. like, there's some pretty uh, bare-bones years. And that even are, the redraft. Like, I would I would do a different way of doing it. Sure. Um, but whatever. I mean, again, they're turning that shit into a two-hour pod. Well, and they is, also know that if they do that from 1996 to they got, 2019. They, they have, have a few weeks. <laughs> They got a few weeks of. They got a lot of content. They coming. do. They got a lot of content. I'm really excited about this MJ doc, and I think everybody is. And like you said, and like LeBron said, though, was like, "Yo, they need to drop this now." The whole world it's is perfect. watching. It's a, it's the 97 98 season, that iconic season with MJ. Yeah, it's footage. The last that, dance. The last dance. Um, the footage that we haven't like it's uh, it's been I, locked up the footage has it, been locked up since 1998 for the, some reason. The director of this said he he spent three years going through all of this footage and, and finding the right stuff and putting it together. And he, he, but he said that we had so much fun making this doc oh, that I, I know that the people who care about it. Yeah. And right now is the time. And John douchebag, John, our friend was like, can you just, why are they dropping it every, every week? Every week. And he's two said, episodes a week. He said, John, you can't drop a 10 hour documentary. Like it well, just doesn't work like it's that. It's also not Netflix. And they also know that they do have a captive audience. It is Netflix outside of the U S that's the way that they can get it. Whoa. It will be on Netflix outside of the U S and it'll be ESPN for everybody in the U S it's going to start April 7th, uh, April, what is it? 19th. Yeah, April 19th, and it's going to run through May 17th. So at least we have something to look forward to on Sunday nights. It's going to be every single Sunday. Oh, my God. I'm so, going to be glued to my television. Right? I know. And I think it's it's going to be five weeks. Right. So it's going to be two, two, two episodes two, each week. Or two hour, whatever it is, or two they're, hours. They're, the way that they're rolling it out, they say one and two will be on that first week, and then three and four, or five and six, so on and so forth. And I remember that season so well again like i would that i was still a ball boy at that time the 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 bulls were just like i mean they were rock stars that team yeah was just unfreaking believable they had it all so i'm really excited about that same um and we'll be talking about that on our pod we'll probably be breaking it down yeah it comes out sunday we'll talk about it and thank you espn honestly like i mean i'm saying thank you for doing it because we we need it i need to watch something Mm -hmm. basketball related Mm -hmm. Uh, but I'm also like fucking a like 
This is this is what is needed. It, there could not be a better time Agreed. for them to release this. For anybody to release anything, all new right content now. on television or streaming. This is literally drop it now. Do it if you think you got something that you're like, oh, we're gonna keep this in the burner till till Christmas. Nope. Nah, <laughs> drop the shit now because we're watching it and we're consuming so much content yeah. that this would be the right time. Get the ad dollars in there right now. Yep. and make it happen. Um, some other interesting shit that came up this week. Was for whatever reason, people are still trying to figure out how to get this NBA season oh. on. Yeah, okay? right. They're trying, like, how how is this going to end? But again, I feel like these are more people just fishing for content and talking about Ad- shit. As far as we know, Adam Silver and the league still haven't made any actual public announcements in regards to how they're going to manage this. What I do know, I think this is from Woj that I saw, is that the... Uh, the owners are intending of having a meeting on either April sixteenth or seventeenth, just in time for the right before the the, the Jordan dropped, the, the, right? the Jordan documentary. Uh, but they intend on having a meeting there. Uh, well, it, it supposedly was initially was going to be in person, but obviously I don't think that's going to be the case. It'll be a lit Zoom interview. Yeah, Zoom all day long. I mean, imagine all of these owners that may have not had to partake partake in a Zoom meeting, trying to figure it out. I you, think that initial thirty minutes is going to be like. Wait, wait! You're still muted. I'm sorry. Can you can you hear me? I can't. I, I can't. Adam, I j- wait. I no, saw somebody. You got it. One of my realtor friends literally posted a picture of him with like 62 people in his Zoom, and I'm like, how do you guys pick who's talking? It took my mom 40 minutes to figure out how to do Zoom. We had a family meeting the other day. It took 40 <laughs> minutes. I'm like, just press the link, mom. I swear to God, it'll take you right there. Does your mom not have an iPhone for FaceTime? She has an iPhone for FaceTime, but we wanted to get my sister in. Oh, and then you know, but then you know, it finally worked. And then while we're talking, she's like, "You know, let me see your new throw pillows." You know what I'm saying? Of course. And I'm like, "Mom, can we just have a family? Let's just hang out and talk. You know, we'll do this again next week." Anyways, so Mark Cuban came out and said that I have. He's like, "I don't know anything. There hasn't been any word to me about us." So I, I'm sure Adam Silver is going to sit down and they're going to discuss some stuff. And let's backtrack a little bit because Clutch Points came out. Our boys at Clutch Points, what up, Frankie? Brought up that there's this NBA bylaw where whoever has the best rec, if if the season stops on April 1st, yeah, by April 1st, whoever has the best record from February uh, after All Star break or whatever wins the title. Which is like, the weirdest. That's so dumb, dude. It makes that is the weirdest way to go about deciding the the champion. And so I'm I'm interested to, to I'm sure I mean Clutch was it Point, an April Fool's joke? I mean shit, man, that would be one of the best April Fool's jokes that I've seen. I mean, I sent you one today. Uh, you that got was, me, dude. That was you pretty solid. Got me. You got uh, me. I, I I was taken by this one as well. <laughs> uh, but so my girl texted me t- today at at around two o'clock uh, with uh, you know a little uh, I don't even know what you call it. It's but a like, news link. It's, yeah, it's like a link to an article that stated uh, the California governor. Uh, will will be halting all alcohol sales uh, as of this evening, starting at midnight tonight. Uh, and I said, I think I'm going to go buy you yeah. know about five hundred dollars worth of alcohol right I now. I put my shoes on, and I texted to you. And I and once I, with the thing, the thing of it is, is that when you click on the link, it actually is it's an April Fool's joke. The link, you know, when as soon as you tap uh, on it, it goes, I got you, April Fool's, well done. And uh, yeah, tip of the cap to anybody <clears throat> who created that because that's like the perfect April Fool's right now uh, because it you know. Things are pretty dire, so yeah. April Fool's seems kind it of was good. April Fool's seems kind of fucking stupid to be doing right now, but that was so perfect. I mean, I guess we could have Googled it to see if there's really is a bylaw. If it is, 
the law, like I was telling Drew before we started this, like if I was the Lakers, I'd be like, we're not accepting this championship because that's just bullshit to get the championship like that. And it's I would say the weird. same. I would say the same thing if they said, well, the Clippers are are you know uh, by default, yeah. winning the championship. And it's like also like during the course of that time, like I feel like Oklahoma City might have even almost <laughs> taken the cake. Right. So like OKC gets right. a, gets a fucking win. championship, <laughs> like because they were hot. Like that doesn't that the makes- Pelicans they came on hot after February. They're gonna be the, they're yeah. gonna win the title. Forget about the first uh, fifty two games that was played in right. the season. Let's just only go off the last thirteen to sixteen games that were played. Yeah. So I don't. I'm I'm, I'm gonna actually Google it when we get off of here. So, but anyways, the whole point of this was everybody's been tossing around ideas, right? And so two ideas stuck out to me. One, uh, the, it was being tossed around that since Vegas is done right now, like they can just rent out the Bellagio. Um, lock it up. Lock like it literally up. just the players. All, all NBA players that are mm. playing in the playoffs can stay there. No wives, no girlfriends, well, actually, no strip clubs. If, if they all got tested – and they can't leave the place. That that was the the whole point of it. Right. And then they could stay in the hotel and and then play the games on the court or what whatever. Okay. And I'm like, eh, maybe not. Yeah, maybe. That I, I heard Atlantic City was being tossed out there. Jason Williams, Jay Williams threw out a good one today though. J- which Jay Williams? Jay Williams, uh, ESPN. Jay Williams. Duke. Duke J- Jay Williams. Williams, not Jason Williams. White chocolate. That's why I flipped. Oh no, it. no. I, okay, go ahead. Jay Williams threw like a uh, cruise ship or battleship. Like just go right off the shore. Eastern Conference teams go off. They don't have to be like cruising the ocean. No, no, no. Just set it up on one of these. One of the owners owns uh, Princess Cruises or whatever. Sure. Uh, uh, They can all, as long as everybody gets tested, uh, they can all stay. They get all Mm. the amenities. College Um, basketball games have been done. On aircraft carriers. On aircraft carriers. Mm -hmm. Um, We got to, that that could be interesting, right? Um, I will say, you know, you're outside. So you have to deal with the elements. Cruise ships have they they can get rid of the casino and whatnot. Build a build an indoor gym, and I'm sure a few of them have that. But like, let's outside say outside would be cool though. But let's say it's fucking high tide, and all of a sudden right, that, that's right. rocking a little bit. Uh, I mean that 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 obviously poses some, poses some problems. It does. As well, I so. liked the idea though. That's a cool idea. And I'm like, okay, well, they do have luxury amenities. They can be fed if every the families can all be there. Once the teams are eliminated, they can dip. and they can be quarantined. Yeah. So like, get everyone in. Yeah. Wait, you know the appropriate. Two, two weeks mm-hmm. so that before they you know everyone gets tested mm-hmm. they wait the two weeks everyone's good okay let's make it happen the problem i guess with that would be that if for you know the unfortunate possibility that if one person or you know two people do get tested positive then everyone's already on the ship and they're like well fuck now we're and then you're stuck in that situation <laughs> yeah. that the other that's why they would have to do the like testing before the complete due diligence right. as far as, and if you're once you step foot on this ship, not leaving, you're not leaving until you're eliminated. And the NBA takes the precautions that okay, you're going to get on this dinghy, we're going to take you to the dock, and NBA uh, Uber is going to pick you up, take you to your house, and you're back in quarantine, right, or whatever right, right, it is. Right, right. I like how they're being proactive with it. I don't like any of these ideas. I've been very vocal about saying that I do not feel the NBA. I'm, if you're not playing in an NBA arena with fans, we should not be playing any of these games. I say this season should be a wash. As much as I want to see these games played, um, the only way it's going to be in in in, in People play off the vibe of fans. People want 20,000 fans in the arena. How are we going to do this like a Drew League game? You know what I'm saying? It would be on like, Zoom. It would be on Zoom. <laughs> All of our mics are on. And then how do you – yeah. And then like – yeah, everybody. <laughs> Everyone's just like, yeah. 
Yeah, that would, and I, they pump in the the audio into the cruise. Yeah, ships. let one fan get in once in a while. You just can't cuss. <laughs> you got you got Mike Breen and Van Gundy and and uh, Mark Jackson all in different cities announcing the game, but it's on a lag because Mark Jackson's Wi-Fi is a little bit delayed. Uh, this is just too funny. I, I think I don't want to end the season, right? Like my whole thing is I I, I agree on some part with you that that it, it probably just makes the most sense to say well fuck this season because it's 2020 and 2020 is just the worst year of all time (laughs) the best meme i saw was i've been alive six decades the 80s 90s 2000s 2010s 2020s and march (laughs) that's and this is so true everything about it it is true it feels like it feels like a decade since since uh 2020 you get what i'm saying though how are you gonna have the playoffs on a cruise ship or in the bellagio when there's when there's no fans you can't i I just i i I like how they're being proactive dude but uh and i know there's a lot of money at stake but at this point like this shit is so serious there's something like three thousand cases in the u.s right now and they're expecting a quarter of a million if not you mean 300 in the united states Check it. Mm-hmm. 215,000 mm-hmm. cases in the mm-hmm. U.S. Um, this is and, serious, y'all. And, oh, excuse me, over 5,000 deaths in the United States. 7,000 people have recovered. Okay. So, you know, obviously this is touch and go with a lot of it. And the good news is, is that the recovery, it seems like the majority of people are able to recover. Obviously, that percentage of people that are dying from this is continuing to rise. Uh, Italy, at this point, still has the highest death total. Um, at thirteen thousand, and then um, and then Spain at nine thousand, a little over nine thousand. Um, but we are in third place <laughs> when third it comes place, to that. So, I mean, we, we are we are by far the number one country as far as total reported cases, like actual cases on the planet. Thank you, Florida. Well, it thank you. Thank to, you. It's not just Florida. I know, but still, it's New York. I mean, New well, they're so they're so condensed though. Of dude. course, and the it's, I don't know, dude. I. I Anyway, I didn't really want to bring that up, but like, there's. It's also like when you said three thousand, like that's where that's where it was a a while ago. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'll give you, I'll give you the California. I mean, dude, I got, I got it all right here. Sorry, Drew's got the link. I got it right here. So New York, eighty-three thousand cases in New York alone. Jersey has twenty-two thousand. California, ninety-eight hundred cases. So we're again in third in uh, in Cali, (laughs) bringing it home. Uh, Florida, seven thousand cases. The bottom line is this. Is the NBA is not that important compared to what the fuck is going Fucking on in the world? A. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, let's come up with ways to get these healthcare workers masks and ventilators. I, I saw what Dyson did this week, where it took them 15 days to build new ventilators, ventilators. and they're going to send 15,000. Oh my god! 000. All of the vacuum companies. Yes. Do it, please. And Dyson jumped on it. Oh, and then good. somebody hit me on the DM like, "Well, they're going to be really expensive." I'm like, it, "They're going to. It doesn't. They should be matter. fucking free, right? Right. Now. And yeah. all, but I'm seeing a lot of these companies. Uh, our boys, three point hoops. Um, they're using old apparel to make masks. I'm seeing people in their homes just making masks. It takes them an hour to make one, but they're making them and sending them off. So. We all seem to be coming together. When I go on my walks, people stay there six feet away from Good. me when they're away. Uh, the social distancing has been in place everywhere I've been, which is fine. But in the grand scheme of things, the NBA is not the biggest problem. As much as we all want NBA right now, and as much as we all know that it's so fucked up that this we had such a great season, and there's you know the storylines were amazing and what could have been. Yeah. But that's what we need to go off of is what could have been. We need to shut it down. Uh, I don't want. I don't. I. I don't even want to see it in July. I do. I still want it. I want it, and I. And I'll tell you why, though. It, it's 
this is the first year in seven years that the Lakers were going to be in the playoffs, and this is first the first year in my life that we could have won exactly the whole thing. Yeah, right. So that and and so for me, my my hope is still that this will will figure out a way to do it. And to be honest with you, man, if it happens on a fucking cruise ship, or if it happens in Vegas or Atlantic City or in Siberia. I don't care. I want to watch it. Her I North Korea is okay it. right now. I want to what? see it. <laughs> you know, no, no cases in North Korea. No, no cases in Wuhan right now. Oh, well, fuck. We can, we can go back to Wuhan. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, my, my hope is that we can figure out a way to resolve this and still have an NBA season resume. Uh, but even though I know that might be far-fetched, uh, that's just my own selfish ambitions. I think on that note, we should take a break. All right, Clips and Drew Nation. If you love the follow-through with Clips and Drew... This podcast that you listen to every single week, you got to check us out on Patreon and listen to our exclusive load management podcast. For as little as $5 a month, you can get an extra exclusive podcast every single week that we bring to you on Saturdays. It's that simple. Go to patreon.com backslash clips and drew. Again, that's patreon.com backslash clips and drew. Get with the program. All right, you got to love that Patreon commercial that we did. Here's <laughs> yeah, hopefully uh, y'all y'all are not used to it by now. I know, but they probably are. We're going to switch it up soon. I think we're going to re-record that and give you something else to listen to, but still focusing on That's the plug. subscribing to Patreon. Patreon, okay? <laughs> we're doing two shows a week. Support your boys in these times. And be a part of the show. Be a part of the show. Do a fan rant. Patreon, yeah. be a part of the show. Go to patreon.com backslash Clips and Drew. That's our name, right? Clips and Drew. Clips and Drew with an N. That's what Clips and Drew. And Drew. Uh, make sure you guys do that. Support your boys. All right. So Drew came up with this idea to do a uh, do our top fives, right? We're doing top fives. Top fives. Every position. Every position. Starting with the point guards. Starting with the point guards. And this definitely was not easy as far as the order went. My, I had to wipe it down before you got here, so I didn't give you. Oh, good. Didn't yeah, give you I, I have no idea who you're you, and I have no idea who you got. Yeah. So my whiteboard was full of just. It looked. <laughs> it looked like I was doing the theory of relativity. Yeah. On my board, it took me two days because I had, I had eight right, or I had ten. Sure. But I had eight that I didn't know where I was going to put them. So then I spent all day today watching footage, interviews. I was reading in my my go to books just to like. Put me over the hump on some of these, right? Yeah. So I only think it's fair. And these are top five. Top five all time. All time. And this, these are your picks right. and my picks. Right. And we're going to go number for number. And since this was your idea, Drew, yeah. I'm going to let you go with your first number five. Number five. I know I said top five, but I'm top two and I'm not two. And I got one. Thought you had one, but it's not one. This might be I do I, I have a couple guys in here that I think might be a little bit surprising. Maybe, maybe not. Uh but right off. What the if gate, we have the same list? What do if we after no if way. we have the same There's list no after way. this, then that'll be the that'll be the that'll be the most mind boggling thing uh, this month. Mm-hmm. Um number five for me is Chris Paul. Okay. Is that your number five? Just go. <laughs> Just fucking go. <laughs> So the reason behind uh, Chris Paul as my number five, I had. Are we going to do honorable mentions like later af- after the yes. fact? Okay. There was a, there was a, you know this is a this is a tough fight for number five. It right? is because to get into the last one, I had two other guys that I was very strongly considering um, to take Chris Paul. Name them. Chris Paul's plate. Do you want to try and name? I my- bet you I can name him. Go ahead. Jason Kidd and, and, and uh, Gary Payton. No, neither of those. Let's go. Um, so uh, Chris Paul. 
Uh, per game averages 18.5, 9.7 assists, 4.2 rebounds, 2.2 steals um, uh, for his per game averages. I think a lot of people, especially if he actually never gets over the hump and gets into a finals or gets, it, or gets yeah. a ring, uh, a lot of people are going to overlook this guy's career. Um, kind of similar to maybe even similarly to the way that people may have overlooked uh, John Stockton's career. But I, I, I don't want to necessarily have to compare those two, okay? Uh, the reason that I have Chris Paul at five is because he is the quintessential point guard. Uh, he is a he is more than comfortable being a pass-first point guard, more than comfortable setting up his teammates and, and dropping dimes, but can also be very efficient, as we've seen over his entire career, shooting the ball. And really, when you when you when you talk about being a point guard and some of the parameters as to why I have my list in the in the form that I have it is is about being a floor general is about embodying what it is to be a point guard and to be an extension of the coach on the floor. And I cannot think of, especially in today's modern age and currently with with point guards that are playing right now, a better version of that than Chris Paul. Uh, He's been doing it. For his entire career, he's had ups and downs for sure, but he has been very consistent with his performance, with assists, his his shooting percentages, very, very efficient. Um, I think, again, I, I really hope that before his career is over, I mean, we're, I know we're on the back nine for sure. We're on the back like three holes really for after for, this season who knows though because ex- he looked great exactly so i you know his resurgence this year uh is definitely noted but it really isn't ha- doesn't have much to do with the fact that this year he's been better than we expected it has to do with everything that he's done in his career in the nba um and so a, a lot of it has to do like with for me his his plus minus is like off the charts his advanced statistics which i don't really get into that much because a lot of that misses me and it's it's statistics for the state for the sake of statistics and i don't really like playing that game but if we're going to look at those his numbers are fucking through the roof um his his uh, advanced statistics are fantastic he's had unbelievable um performances for players he made david west an all-star like there's very few guys that have been able to take uh, their team and make them better better than Chris Paul has. And so that's my number five. Who is your number five? Okay, so this is this was my biggest debacle, okay? Yeah. Was the five. And the Drew, five is the hardest Drew, one. Drew, I'm throwing a wrench in this whole thing, though, <laughs> and I knew you were going to be pissed at this. Uh-oh. You're going to be pissed because I have a complete tie for five. You're, you're coming in with two players. I, I ha- Okay, I, I, couldn't, <laughs> I, I couldn't do it, Drew. I couldn't do it, okay? Okay. And so I'm throwing a, a wrench in this with a tie for five. Okay. And yes – this is a cop out. It is it. This is a cop out. It by can't. You. It can't be. I couldn't. go ahead. Explain yourself. And okay. Then I'll have my rebuttal. I, I I'm fine with that. Okay. I I just couldn't come to terms with with not with leaving one of these guys out of it. Sure. I couldn't. I could not do it. And uh and this was going to. My, I had I had four people at the five. At the right? five, right? Yeah. Jason sure. Kidd, Chris Paul, Steve Nash, and Gary Payton. Okay. Yeah, good. Those okay. were my those were my five. I had Pistol up there for a second, then I'm like, no, no. not gonna happen. Fun, one of my favorite players, yeah, cool. No, not gonna happen. I could not leave Jason Kidd and Chris Paul out of this. Okay. So I left Jason off my list. Okay. Oh did you? I did. Well, that's that, right. so that that All was right. my honorable mentions. We'll okay, get, we'll get there after. This. And this is the only wrench I'm throwing. In okay. This. I just could not come to terms with this. So going off of your Chris Paul. First of all, let me tell you that I had to set with criteria. Wait, re- remind me, like who who, who are the two uh, at the number five position for Jason you? Jason Kidd and Chris Paul. 
they're at my five. They're, they're tied so, at the five. Oh, that's what I'm saying. So yes. it's Chris Paul and Jason Kidd. Yes. Okay. But I had criteria. Yeah. I had to come up with criteria for what we are talking about the top five best point guards of all time. We're not talking the most accomplished point guard. We're not talking about the one with the sweetest fucking moves. Yeah, the We're most talking championships. about championships. No, it's not no. about that. We're talking about point guards. Right. So I have criteria. Criteria is going to be overall body of work, a resume, if you will. Sure. Okay? Uh, must be a leader of men. Who's the best fucking leader? Your point guard is your quarterback, the extension of your coach. I want the best leaders. How did they perform in big moments when the lights were were the lights were brightest? Totally, I think that's where Chris Paul actually kind of sh- maybe falls off a little. Wrong. Bit. Okay. You're wrong. Though. Okay. Did they make their teammates better? Yes. Did they bring right. the best out of their teammates? What with whatever situation that they had, and then defense. Your point guard has to be able to play defense. People might think that the center is the anchor of the defense. It is wrong. Your point guard sets the tone on both ends of the floor. So. You can't have a list without Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd is number two all-time in steals, number two all-time in assists. Sure. Uh, body of work, 18 seasons. Availability is also on my on my list of criteria. Availability, okay? Ten-time All-Star, six-time All-NBA, nine-time All-Defensive Team, five-time assist champ, one championship, rookie of the year, second uh, all-time uh, in steals. And assists. And assists. Steals, 2,684. Assists, 12,091. Pretty awesome. 18 years, career, 12.6, 6, and 8.7. Not fucking bad. By far one of the best rebounding guards ever oh, to play definitely. in the NBA. Right. He, he was kind of the triple-double guy uh, of that era before we got into the Westbrooks and, and the, and the triple-double culture that we're in now. Here's a stat for you fucking nerds out there like myself. There's one season where where Jason Kidd averaged more rebounds than Zudruna Silgowskis, Eric Dampier, and a guy by the name of Shaquille O'Neal. Wow. How about that one? How old was Shaq, though? 06, 07. Oh, he wasn't that old. That was the year after Shaq rebounds. won the championship. 8.2. Look, look it up. Look it up. Good for you. Wow, that's okay. fantastic. I think Luke is going to make this list when it's all said and done. Okay, so he's <laughs> – well, he might. So going off of availability, 18 seasons, is he a leader of men? Sure. Yes. Uh, does he make his teammates better? Here's a, here's a stat for you. He took two Nets teams to the NBA Finals. Body of work, all that. Jason Kidd has to be on the list, especially just for the accolades, okay? Everything I just said. And he's number two in in the most important categories as a point guard. Your assists and your steals. Absolutely. Now, you already said all the the great things about Chris Paul. And Chris Paul is a dog. If you want to be – every man on this list is a dog, okay? You have to be a shark at the point guard position. You got to be the smartest dude on the floor, situational player. Chris Paul – and they say it in every single game. Knows the shot clock, knows when to give and take a foul. There's not too many times where Chris Paul ever has a mental lapse. Knows when to take a timeout. Yep. Yeah, exactly. All that stuff. Yes. You you kind of re- you you referred to this when you said he's the quintessential point guard. Mm-hmm. He is the he is the best pure point guard of all time. I'm going to mention another guy on this list that was the prior Chris Paul, but this is the best Pure point guard of all time, checking every single box that you had mentioned. Yep. Okay. Ten time NBA. First of all, uh, he, this is his fifteenth season. Right. Availability still going. Still going. Seventh all time in assists. Ten time All Star. Four time assist champ. Six time steals champ. 
Eight-time All-NBA, nine-time All-Defensive team. Got to play defense. Yeah, people will forget about that, that's too. The whole, people this, will forget about that's that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And this need, this needs to be part of it. All-Star MVP, Rookie of the Year. Career, like you said, 18-4-9, 47% shooting, 37% from three. Not bad. Six seasons averaging 10 or more assists in a game, which is very impressive. That is not easy to do. He had really good teammates to throw to, but he also made, like you said, David West. He made Blake Griffin who Blake Griffin is. Okay, Yeah, DeAndre Just Jordan. Like Tyson all, Chandler. All, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you on that. Stat. Highest assist to turnover ratio history. in NBA mm-hmm, history. Mm-hmm. 4.1, meaning that he gets four assists before he makes one turnover in yeah. a game. And and for all those that don't understand this, this is this is how most point guards are judged and were judged in previous decades. My dad was a point guard growing up in the 70s and played ball and that was the biggest thing. He he, he always would tell me uh really good point guards have an assist to turnover ratio above 3. Really good assist to turnover ratio. The elite are in that four to five, and very few, like you just there's said, never been a five. There's, I mean, there's there's guys that have had in college and other in other formats right. that have had five assists to turnover ratio, um, but that is something that for those that are not necessarily familiar with that stat, that really does tell you because the ball is in this guy's hands for the majority of the time. Not Chris Paul, but any point guard, the ball is in your hands for the most part of the of the game. And if you're turning the ball over more than you're assisting, you're not fucking doing it right. And I know there's some people that are probably upset that we both have Chris Paul on this. I know this is going to piss a couple people well, off. Well, but then do the research, people. Exactly. If it's, if it's upsetting you, look at the numbers. Exactly. And you know what? There's a stat here that I want to bring up at the end. I want you to remind me of this. Okay? Of CP? Of CP. Okay. When we're done with this, okay. going through all of our guys. Yeah. So I'm sorry I had to throw Jason Kidd in there for this, but just the numbers don't lie, and you have to have him on there. So I, I was just torn. I was so, torn Okay, about so if you, if you had to mm-hmm. – Chris Paul. Okay, there it is. Chris Paul. Uh, beautiful. So we're 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 in agreement on this. I didn't think that that was going to be the I way. I didn't either. I'm the, so we're one for one. Uh, my honorable mentions. Uh, Jason Kidd was was okay. was was that on for me as well. So I'll, I'll go ahead and say that now. Jason Kidd was very much in consideration to make this top five. Okay. It was difficult for me to leave him off the list. It's it's hard. Moving to number four. Yeah, let's go. Who you got it for? Oscar Robertson. You're fucking serious. Okay. Do you also have go. Oscar? God damn it, Drew. Yeah. <laughs> If we have the same list, if we have the same list, I'm going to I'm going to be this is going to be totally worthless. Okay? <laughs> Let's go. Oh man, I thought that I definitely thought that You thought I had him earlier, wouldn't you? Oh, I thought I didn't I didn't Just I go. Know. Just, just go. Funny. Oscar Robertson. God damn it. Uh his stats are pretty fucking unbelievable. 25.7 points a game, 9.5 assists, 7.5 rebounds. The only guy to average a triple-double for a season for as many decades as there was until Russell Westbrook did it for a couple years as well. Um, Russell, or excuse me, not Russell, Oscar um, was the, the, like, the man. He was, he was, I would say, arguably the best guard of that era. I mean, there's a lot of really good guards in his, in that era, but um, Oscar Robertson, obviously with the, with all the stats and everything that he did. Uh, again, you know, the thing that I think that people will forget about, obviously it's been a long time since he played. He didn't win a ring until he won one finally with Kareem. Um, but I mean, there's not much else that I can say about the fact that he averaged a fucking triple double for an entire season. I think he did it twice. No, I, I, I so, got this. Let me go on. It. Keep going. So we both have Oscar Robertson. And there's so a reason. Funny. There's a reason why I have him at four, though. Yeah. And the reason being the numbers are just too fucking crazy. 
he averaged a triple double his first five seasons mm -hmm. in the NBA mm -hmm. and didn't win, didn't go to the finals until his eleventh season. Okay, so if you're if you're if you're that good, a lot of people will have Oscar Robertson as their number one point guard and all this. Yeah, and Oscar Robertson, mind you, this was during a time of complete racism in the NBA. Bill Russell and Oscar Robertson document that shit. Uh, like none other. He wins the MVP in 63-64 when Bill and Wilt are in their prime, okay? He wins the MVP that right. year, which is very interesting. Sixth all-time in assists. He was no notoriously known as a, uh, 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 I don't want to say a bad teammate, but players feared him, like feared him. They didn't want to let Oscar down. Mm. Coaches didn't want to piss him off. He Referees didn't want to kick him out of games, even though he was dropping F-bombs because he was the best player in the league at the time. Um, but the reason why he's fourth on this too, and I want to bring this up, when he came into the NBA as a rookie in 1960, the NBA was 17% black, mm -hmm. okay? He was the first of his kind, his kind meaning just – so much better than everybody, right? Yeah. Athletically gifted. He's playing against a bunch. Of, there's uh, whatever. There's 88 players in the NBA at that time. Right. Okay. A small amount of players. S small amount right. of players. And Oscar was better than all of them. Yeah. Until like Jerry West finally came along and Elgin kind of came along. But Oscar was murdering everybody. And, and when you look at these numbers, he played 14 years. The, he, he was consistent with it every single year. You never got a year where it was like, oh, he had 38 or 40 a game. No, he was literally averaging this every single night. Yeah. Um, Just to reiterate, like, those numbers again, his career numbers, 25.7 points, 9.5 assists, 7.5 rebounds in, for his career. That is phenomenal. And again, going off the racism stuff, 1955, his high school team, the first all-black high school yes. team to make it to win the state championship, yes. and, they, and they wouldn't even take, they wouldn't even let him no celebrate parade. that parade in their town. They had Another to send him to the hood. Different parade yeah, in a bullshit. different area. Bullshit. There's a, there's a reason why why Oscar was bitter his whole career, and still kind of is now. He, well, yeah, I agree. He's yeah. upset that he's not getting the accolades. He wasn't, you know, that's that's a whole another fucking podcast. I have a nice quote here to kind of Give me uh, encapsulate this. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was quoted, LeBron is awesome, MJ was awesome, but I think Oscar Robinson would have kicked them both in the behind. <laughs> Absolutely. Oscar was awesome. He had brains. He had all the skills. He could rebound and box out guys four, six inches taller than him. He was ruggedly built. He had fluid quickness and just understood the game. No flair. He just got the job done every night. That that's, makes total sense. That's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And let's go back to the body of work, though, really quick. Uh, you gave his career stats. But six all-time in assists, okay? Yep. Uh, Hall of Fame, obviously, 12-time All-Star, six-time assist champ, 11-time All-NBA, three-time All-Star MVP, and then uh, Rookie of the Year, and then that MVP in 63-64, in where he got it over Bill, Wal or Bill Russell and Wilt in their primes. Yep. So there you go, Big O, Mr. Triple-Double. Well done. Give me number three, and I swear to God, if you have my number three, Drew, we're going to have some beef. Okay, so this might be surprising to some. I think this is where, to me, I was even surprised that I that I feel as confident as I do as having this guy as number three. Number three overall for me is Steph Curry. Oh, my God, Drew. Are you fucking serious there right now? There we go. Now? That's what I Are want. you serious right now? <laughs> and He's your number three point guard of all time? Yep. Oh my lord! And um, 
this so I knew this was gonna shock you. Okay. Right? This okay. one threw you, right? Yeah, it's your picks. This dude. is where it's gonna be different. Yeah, right? you don't yeah, step, bro. Are you, you don't kidding have step me? Number three, do you? Okay, so I'll give you I'll give you some background on to, as to why uh, Steph is is where he is for mm-hmm. me. So per game averages twenty three and a half points, six point six assists, four and a half rebounds. Um, and then it's it's really the three points the three point shooting that that really sets him apart in his scoring as to why I think he is one of the top five greatest point guards of all time. So let me let me just let me just frame it with this like he we're just I think we're just on the cusp of like a little over uh, ten years for him in the league right now he is seven point one three career offensive uh, box score plus minus only trails LeBron James of all time plus minus box score okay that's that's a that's a big advanced stat and people that might go over people's head uh but right now 7.13 career offensive box plus minus is the he's literally the best in the NBA history outside of LeBron James okay uh over the last 5 seasons Curry is at 9.5 in comparison to LeBron's 6.8 so he's already exceeded substantially um, LeBron James in that number. So he's number one all time. Um, I think what we're seeing since his arrival in the NBA is an entirely different brand of basketball. He is setting the stage for guys like Damian Lillard, guys like Trey Young, uh, and all, I mean, I think even some of the shit that James Harden is doing and the, and the freedom that James feels like he has to pull from 40 feet when he wants to all stems from Steph and his unconscious nature about being just the, the greatest shooter of all time. And so maybe I'm off base here, but I think the truth of the matter is he's the greatest shooter we've ever seen. Okay. But and so because of that, he is a point guard. And because of that, he's on this list and he's number three for me. I'm, I'm, I respect your opinion and I knew people would be upset. I know Jeff Crompton is, is very happy with your decision, Yeah, but as far as my criteria for a point guard, he does not he, – he's not on the top 25 in assists, not in the top 25 of the steals, never made an all-defensive team. Yes. Is he the greatest shooter of all time? A thousand percent. A thousand percent he is. But that's not the topic. The topic is the best point guard of all time. Does he make his teammates better? Does he check that list for you? Yes. He does check that list. Absolutely. Okay. Defensively, does he check that list? Spatially – he obviously offensively spatially he makes everyone better he definitely changed okay so mind you that uh you were definitely correct as far as he changed the game as far as shooting most of these guys that we're mentioning most some of them didn't even have a fucking three right point, yeah three point shot and if he did have a three point shot we might be talking about pistol pete in this because he was notorious for taking 35 foot shots sure but maybe uh, uh the accolades weren't really there for him I'm fine with that pick because I know some people might think that. I don't I don't see him on this list. Is he top 10? For me, probably. But from my vision of the point guard, the leader of the team, yep. setting the tone on both ends of the floor and uh, being uh, unselfish, making everybody else better, he's not on, he's not on he my He isn't mind. selfish, though. That's, you're right. You're right. That's, he's not. That's, that's the thing is like, I granted like a lot of a lot of what I just mentioned isn't like along the same lines of what we talked about, uh, you know, with Chris Paul being being a floor you know leader and a leader of the team. I think Steph is absolutely a floor general extension of the coach and probably one cerebrally like one of the smartest basketball players that we've seen. 
I think his passing is underrated because maybe he doesn't have the you know the biggest assist numbers on a per game basis, but he is one of the best passers that I've seen come through this league in the last twenty five years. Um, and then obviously I, I'll, I'll give some you, great teams. I'll give you the fact that uh, defensively he he is lacking for sure. I'll, I'll give you that. And 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 assist isn't a big part of this for no, you. No, assist is a big part of this. But my point is is like, hit, I I feel like the way that he shoots. Uh, it's almost like hockey assists, if you will. Like because he's covered by two or three guys at a time, someone's wide open, and that may not be a direct result of him passing the ball to Clay or him passing the ball to Draymond or whoever. But those guys are open because Steph is on the floor. Steph doesn't get triple teamed. You hear what I'm saying? I get and what he you're absolutely saying, has but... gotten triple teamed. If you recall against your Clippers, uh, he dribbled around four different guys and still hit a jumper in, uh, on all four people's uh, faces. So yes, he's been quadruple teamed. He's been quadruple teamed. <laughs> Bringing up the Clippers, unbelievable. I respect, hey, Drew. I respect you, so I'm okay with that. And I would understand if people would put him in that. But the, as far as my criteria, nah. That's it's the efficiency numbers and the shooting numbers that uh, that literally the only reason that I have him here. I I did a lot of research on three this time before, champ. I'm with you before before I I had the balls to even say this uh, on a podcast. I did a lot of research and certain um, certain um, outlets. Uh, one being Bleacher Report has him as two all time on that, this that's list. That's weird. That's weird. So, to but me. I, what I'm saying is that I found some validation in some really advanced statistics. Again, I hate it sometimes that I rely on that, but when I'm going this deep, that's what I got to do sometimes. Um, it makes sense. Uh, my number three is Isaiah Zeke. Yeah, Isaiah Thomas. I mean, he again. And this was the guy I was referring to 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 Chris Paul. He checks every single fucking box for somebody you want. All right. He is he's he's shined in the brightest moments. He you want to talk about if if you love Steph Curry dribbling, watch highlights of mm. Isaiah Thomas showing up in the biggest 88 finals game 6, fucking damn near broken ankle playing on one foot. You know what I'm saying? Dropping 25 in the fourth quarter in the finals. This dude made his bullshit ass team they had a lot of good players on the team. Watch the bad boys. They had good players. Robin was good. Lambeer was good. Dumars and, and, and Vinny Johnson were, were, were streaky shooters, but they were good. John Sally, nah, not, not really. But he, he made, they made the best. He was so unselfish and sacrificed uh, his points for the betterment of the team. And please, people, please. And I understand everything Drew's saying about Steph Curry. Watch watch a video yeah. of fucking Isaiah Thomas. He's but, probably the most unselfish person on this list. And he could have very much averaged 30 points a game. If anybody's cut from Isaiah's cloth, it is Chris Paul. Mm. These are two of the meanest. And you can go and you can look and see like him kiss uh, Magic before every time they played. Okay, But he was a mean motherfucker. There's a reason why he wasn't allowed on the USA team. This dude was come on the first Dream Team. He's coming off three finals appearances. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, finals MVP, one of the top players of that decade going into the 90s. Absolutely. And not being able to be on the team because he was a headache. And a lot of people didn't like him. Jordan obviously didn't like him for a reason. <laughs> they respect each other, especially now being, you know, 30 years removed, 40 years, 30 years removed. But Isaiah was cold hearted man cold-blooded and he was special isaiah was the special dude so body of work 12 years it would have been more shorter career right yeah, he yeah. tore his achilles but he knew when to call it quits he's he like did. i can come spend this next year rehabbing and come back and do all he didn't want to do it 
I'm over it. And yeah, his post-basketball career was horrific. He was a horrible coach. He's a horrible general manager. And most great guys, minus Jerry West, are fucking horrible at it. <laughs> because true. they expect everybody. Yeah, they're not good at it. They're true. not. It's most true. people are. Yeah. So, body of work. 12 years, Hall of Fame, 12-time All-Star, two-time champ, finals MVP, five-time All-NBA, two-time All-Star uh, MVP. This is when uh, All-Star MVPs mattered back then. Uh, nine-time, uh, he's ninth all-time in assists, 17th all-time in steals. Career 19-4-9, okay? This is this, and this goes to speak about you and Steph Curry. 45% from the field. Mm-hmm. 29% from three. They weren't taking a lot of threes. Nobody was shooting threes. But Isaiah from fucking 18 and in was just cash. cash. Yeah. And again, when you watch highlights of Isaiah, he's taking everybody off the dribble. You couldn't – and you want to talk about Wick. triple, quadruple teams? Sure. This dude's dribbling but, but between everybody. Not the flashy shit, the real stuff that you should learn. he was learned. small. He was he small. He was a small guy. And he had that chip on he his fucking heart. shoulder. He had a he heart. He did. Yeah. Uh, like like CP checks every single box, uh, showed up and showed out and 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 performed in the biggest moments. He did, yeah. Uh, so Isaiah is the guy. I like it. Okay, Isaiah's not on my list. Seriously, uh, not on my list. Isaiah fucking Thomas. I know. Okay, he was so that 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 was part of Drew part, is part not of me, part how, of me leaving leaving him off was really difficult for me. Drew is still eight years younger than me though too, so we come from a different we're cut from a slightly different, different era. But I, okay. I have a lot of respect. He made he made the top ten like when I was kind of cutting the cutting it down to five. He was he was like seven for me. Seriously? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, John Stockton's not on my list either. Okay. What the? Are you fucking serious? Number two for me is Jerry West. Okay, so this was the prelim. This was the this was the thing I wanted to bring up with you. Okay. Because Jerry West was listed as a guard, yep, not a point guard. Point guard listed for twelve years, uh, according to Basketball Reference. So two years listed as a shooting guard. I'm choosing to list him as a point guard, and so for that reason, he's number two on my list. Mm. And this is definitely hitting home. I mean, Laker guy, he's the legend. He's the logo. Such a fucking homer. I'm gonna right be now. a homer for I sure on this. You are, dude, because I even had on my whiteboard. I had West with a question mark because I knew you would fucking bring it he's up. He's on it. I, I don't I don't have him as a point guard. Well, I'll give you this. Uh, per game, 27 points, 6.7 assists, 5.8 rebounds. The reason I qualify him as a point guard is because, listed at basketball reference, 12 out of 14 seasons played as a point guard. And I know that a lot of people kind of want to sh- you know, push him over to a shooting guard because he scored so many what points. What was Elgin? Elgin was a shooting guard to me. Elgin was a shooting guard to me, to Jerry West's point guard. Now, Gail Goodrich would say, well, what about me? I'm the point guard, and Jerry was the shooting guard, Elgin was the three. Okay, fine. For two seasons, we'll call it that. God damn it. I should have asked you about this. So prior. I have, and, 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 and what really solidifies him as a point guard for me is that he led the NBA in the 1971-1972 NBA season uh, in assists. He had 9.7 assists per game in that season. Um, and, you know, his accolades are, are really well established. Um, along He's with the logo, I get you. Uh, along with the fact that he also led the NBA in scoring in the 1969 and 1970 season with 31.2 points per game. Um, unfortunately for Jerry, uh, he kept going to the finals and facing a Celtics team that just kept beating them back and never really, you know. And, and it was just really unfortunate that that happened in the way that it did. I think um, Jerry gets a lot of respect, and and I, I would say. 
you know, as far as basketball is concerned, you're gonna you're you're gonna be hard pressed to find somebody that represents basketball in their entire life more than someone like Jerry West because of what he's done in his post-playing career and how amazing that version of his career has been. That doesn't come into play when I'm talking about this list, but it does come into play when you talk about a guy like Jerry West who is the fucking logo, who has taken uh, franchises that were in shambles and then have turned them around that doesn't matter. time and time again. No, no, no. It doesn't matter in this list. But he's number two for me. Um, Larry, uh, uh, not Larry, Jerry. Jerry West, the logo, um, he, he was... He's, he was amazing. I don't consider him a point guard. I get what you're saying, though. That's why I had it on my board because I had a feeling that that was going to come up at some point. And if that was the case, if he was labeled as a point guard, he he'd probably be on my list. And I get so like some of the stuff that may may again lean people more towards shooting guard, which you can definitely have him on your shooting guard list if that's how you want to view him. Right. If we do that next week, um, he averaged forty point six points a game in the nineteen sixty five postseason. And uh, from 65 to 69, in five postseasons, averaged 32.9 points per game. Oh, he, he got buckets. So all of that, Mr. Clutch, that's, he's, he's number two for me, and there, there it is. Who's your number two? I'm just so shook on you right now. I'm so shook on you right now. I cannot believe you pulled out Jerry West as a point guard. I really can't. Uh, and this is where everybody's going to be really upset with me. Everybody's going to be really upset with me, okay? I got J.J. Barrera, number two. No, you don't. A- April Fool's. Yeah, okay? yeah. Okay? <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> but that people are going to be upset with me. They Jota, are Jota, be Jota, Jota Barrea? <laughs> he can't be on this list. Well, he's still bag Miss Universe, so yeah, shout out Bravo. to you. Bravo. Bravo is the real deal. Hey, this is where people are going to get upset. I got Magic in Yeah, two. people I, are going to be upset. They are that. going to be upset, and that's okay. Yeah. And mind you, this was, this was tough for me. I switched this three I'm times so today. I'm so curious who your number one I is I switched now. this three times today. Pick Again, I'm going off a point guard. Mm. Who is the point guard, right? Now, Magic, obviously, body of work, 12-time All-Star, 5-time champ, 10-time All-NBA, 3-time MVP, 3-times Finals MVP, Two-time All-Star MVP, two-time Steals champ, career 19-7 and 11, 52% field goal percentage, 30 from three. And Not, it's 11 assists for those that were questioning. It's 19 points, 11 assists, seven rebounds. Oh, I said 19-7 and 11. No, I'm just making sure that people oh, yeah. understand what the 7-11. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and going off of kind of what you went off of Jerry West, I, the only reason I don't have Magic as number one, and this was tough, and mind you, it could be interchangeable. But your point guard should never be able to play center. Magic can play five positions. You can't blame you, him for that. I, no, you can't. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. So I think that's, what, you, I think that's what makes him even a better if, point if guard. If you want to go off basketball <laughs> reference, this is the funny thing, and I want to quote it. If you want to go off basketball reference, when it says position, it says power forward and point guard and shooting guard. Okay? <laughs> that's exactly what it says verbatim. All right? So, mind you, his first four years in the NBA, his position was a shooting guard. Right. So, kind of what you're talking about. With, with, he played with Norm, right? He did play with Norm. Norm Nixon. A, a legit fucking point guard. Sure. I love Magic Johnson. I love Magic Johnson. Not only does he have the greatest fucking NBA name ever, he embodies – if he went to any other team, it just wouldn't have been the same. I'm pretty Going sure that's the, the reason that the Orlando Magic is named the fucking Magic. 
is because of Magic Johnson. Probably. He has no relation to that. But, like, who just came up with that? Oh, it's basketball. Might as well call this franchise the Magic. Might as well. Fifth all-time in assists. 21st in steals. In a very shortened career. 12 seasons. Yes. He didn't get the 18 years. He didn't get the 19 years. He probably would have been that guy. But, again, the availability, right? We all know Magic's accolades and what he's done for the game of basketball, what he did for Showtime. Showtime, baby. Put Lakers on the map again. Never made an all-defensive team. He was two-time steals. Which champ. is odd. I find that to be odd. But, again, I think he's going up against you know guys like Isaiah and, and other guys that were really focused in, keying on defense, too. And, and if you're upset at me with that, I'm sorry. But it just is what it is, and this was hard for me. But again, going off of what I was talking about, and he he checks all the boxes too. Absolutely checks all. Competitive, the boxes. Uh, showed up in big moments. He did it his fucking rookie year, Absolutely. winning a championship yeah. and playing center, playing center. Okay, <laughs> I just th- there was something about this whole thing where it's like sometimes I just don't think it's fair that you're six nine. You know what I mean? I hear that. And being a point guard like that to me, but isn't... it's also something that you can't fault him for. It's, no, he also changed the entirety of basketball by being a six nine point guard, being able to play that position exactly. I'm sure there were plenty of plays where Byron Scott brought up the ball as the fucking guard. Very few. I know. I get it. <laughs> Nobody ran a fast break like Magic. This is not a this is not a dog on Magic. And probably 95, 96% of people have Magic as their number one guard. And I'm in that. And, you're and I'm in that group. Magic number Johnson's one. number one for me. So that's my, on, my only things is I'm looking at, again, when I have my fucking chart, I want to see both sides of the ball. Body of work, he's killing everybody on this list. He is. He's killing everybody Five on this time list. Champ. Five-time champ. Uh, and he, I mean, he lit- I mean, we talk about changing the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. He's absolutely on the list of players that changed the game. So, that Magic. So Ma- Obviously, that's your one. Magic's one for me. Okay. So, I mean, you've said you, you, you covered Did everything. Did I take it out? No, no, no. You, but you covered all the things that I was going to bring up as to why he's number one for me. No, you're totally fine. I'm very curious as to who you have number one on this list. I have the number one point guard of all time. Who is it? Who do you think it is, bro? There should be no question. It's big Johnny Stockton, dude. There you go. Johnny Stockton is the greatest point guard to ever play basketball. And you can ask whoever you want. Ask Charles Barkley. Ask Gary Payton. Ask Isaiah Thomas. And they will all tell you the same thing. John Stockton is the best point guard to ever. Ask Allen Iverson and Stephon Marbury. The hardest guy they've ever played against. 19 seasons, 19. This dude missed 22 games in his career. Were his numbers like wild? Nah. No, but his all-time numbers for assists and steals are never going to be matched. So I'm going to break it down for you real quick. Body of work, 19 seasons, Hall of Fame. 10-time All-Star, 9-time assist champ, 2-time steal champ, 11-time All-NBA, 5-time All-Defense all-star MVP. He's the all-time leader in assists and steals. And I'm going to break this down, Drew. Every year he played in Utah, they went to the playoffs every single year. He was the best teammate. He made the best players out of the teammates he had. Yep. Made Carl Malone kind of who he is. He sure. had the best running fucking power forward ever. Well, And it's the quintessential pick and roll. There's never going to be a better pick and roll ever in the game. Than them. Than them. He... 
He was smarter than every single other point guard. He knew how to use his body. Was he dirty? Probably, yeah, but that's how he'd been playing his whole life. But he was also getting elbowed and fucking checked every time he went through the lane, so best believe he gave that back. And he did this against the greatest. We're talking about the Isaiahs and the Magics and then the Allen Iversons and the Steve Francis's who got cooked by, 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 uh, by John Stockton. Now, does he have the chip? Nah, but body of work. So, all-time leader in assists, 15,806, Drew. Never going to be touched. 3,715 more than Jason Kidd, 5,665 more than Magic, 5,919 more than Oscar, 6,745 more than Isaiah. Mind you, that happens because of your availability and your longevity. 19 years. Okay, not a lot of people can do that. Taking care of your body, your nutrition, doing, you know, no extracurricular shit. They, there's stories of John Stockton pulling up. Chris Weber tells a story of John Stockton pulling up to the playoff game, Utah and Sacramento, in a minivan with his kids in a plaid shirt. And Chris Weber says, dude, I'm going to lay this. He tells his team before the game starts, I'm going to lay this cat out. First play of the game. First play, I'm going to set a pick on this motherfucker. And uh, uh, Chris Weber laid him out. Stockton popped right back up, tapped him on the ass. He's like, nice pick. Yeah. And then the next time he came down, he got one right in the fucking ribs. Yes, right? he did. Okay. John, right. I, I, heard, I heard a rumor that John Stockton had the sharpest elbows of all time <laughs> okay. in the NBA. And he knew when to throw those things. He was in the perfect situation, perfect coach, per, perfect offensive situation. He knew. Near perfect because he never got a ring. Okay, I'm with that. Near perfect. And then, again, Michael. Okay. Then, yeah. it's, then it's Michael. Yeah, it's Michael. But if you watch the highlights of John Stockton, not not only did he have one of the best first steps getting to the rack, he scored a. He didn't shoot a lot of three pointers. He didn't shoot a lot. Period. Right. Thirteen points a game. But he. But everybody else did, and he was smart enough to know everybody's. Play, you know, think about the, these Utah teams really fast. Sure. Think about Jeff Hornacek. Carl Malone. I yes. always think of Jeff Hornacek. Too. Hornacek. Greg Foster. Antoine Carr. Fucking Byron uh, uh, Russell, Brian yep. Russell, Brian Russell, yeah. uh, Howard Isley. These guys were making it to the finals ev- or to the playoffs. Greg at Oster least tag. Oster fucking tag. Okay. Was your center. <laughs> so, uh, and then I want to get into steals really quick. Yeah. 3,265 steals. Jay Kidd was close, but he's got 581 more than Jason Kidd, 1,045 more than CP. 1,404 more than Isaiah, 1,541 more than Magic, and Oscar's not even on the top 25. Right. So he was also respected by everybody. You can look up clip. Gary Payton said straight up, I could guard Michael Jordan better than I can guard uh, John, John Stockton. Stockton. 100%. And what I want from my point guard on my team is exactly everything that that John Stockton brought every single night and he did it for 20 years. Yeah. It, 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 it actually really pains me to leave him off this list. That should, it does, um, that he was, he was the sixth. So John, like between Chris and John, I had to like kind of figure How do you out take Chris Paul over, over John Stockton. It's because of, of the other aspects of the game. Like the scoring is a part of basketball. I'm with that. And so for that reason, I, I I have to I have to look at you know what he can do. Yes, assisting the uh, assists. Like I I can't. Those assist numbers will never be duplicated. Mm-mm. He will forever be the assist leader. Um, and, I think so too. And I think that's amazing. And I and and 
I, you know, and I mind you, Steph is not on either one of those lists, Drew. I know that. Okay. No, I'm well aware okay. of that. Okay. And I know I took a risk, even in having him at number five, Steph at number five. But I, again, I, I have my, I have my reasons. Okay. I think I laid those out pretty nicely. And Steph, really, it just comes to him being, it, it, if he, since Steph Curry is a point guard, he has to be mentioned on this list for me because when we look back, the way that we look back at John Stockton's career and Magic's career and Isaiah Thomas and all these guys that we just brought up, I think we're going to look back at Steph Curry's career and be like, this guy was one of a kind, one of a kind. And I think John Stockton is very much one of a kind. But I, I feel I really like that was the hardest one for me to, to lead off, leave off this list. Um, and, and I'm glad that you have him number one, because I think this does kind of show uh, two different kind of perspectives on on how you can rank these point guards. You know, and, and I know I you know, you said that you there's a lot of people out there that might agree with me. I know for a fact there's going to be a lot of people out there that do not agree with where I have Steph. And that's fine, too. Yeah, but the newbies will the newbies that have never seen. Uh, some of these guys we're talking about. If you've and, never seen John Stockton, do yourself a goddamn favor and spend some time on YouTube. And everything was so everything was so fundamental. There was nothing flashy about his game. Gary Payton hated him so much because he never talked back. Had the same haircut for twenty years. Uh, he has it short, now. He it's still the, has it's the it same now. Same haircut now. Same. Still has it now. And again, playing for nineteen years like Kobe and like Dirk playing for one team mm-hmm. that long. It, there's a reason for that. And it's and, funny too because I think my dad. Is gonna have a problem with my list. I think he will for sure. My dad, my dad's gonna have a real problem with me leaving John off this list. But it, he he was number six. And if we did ten, it'd be a much longer well, episode. See, here's the here's the funny thing about this though, because you and I had talked about John maybe a week or two ago, and you said very straightforward that he's not even in the top ten of all time players, and yet here players. he is, and yet here he is number one overall. On your point guard list. By category, yes. Which is very interesting to me because I think – do you think Steph Curry is a better player than John Stockton? Yes. Okay. You think Magic Johnson a better player than Don, yes. John Stockton? Okay. See, so that's kind of what I – that's maybe the difference that we took on this angle is because I agree with you. I don't think John Stockton is the top 10 players of all time. I, I kind of think he's probably closer to into that, like the 20 to 30 range, if that – and for part of why he didn't make this list is I think Steph Curry has a chance to go down as one of the top 10 players of all time. And so because of that, again, this, uh, I'm just trying to explain like where my mind okay. was in, 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 in version to where your mind is. I think it's hard for me to justify you having him number one, but then you telling me that he's not one of the you know top 20 players, players. of all time. Players. This is why when you sent me the text... But is Magic Johnson top 10 or top 20 for you? Of course. So that's my point. Player, yes. And then that the whole point of this is why I sent you the text last night. I said, what's the criteria? Right. Like, what are we going off of? Are we talking And we left guards? it open-ended. That's, well, that's the, the beauty This of. is the thing, though. We could have gone Michael Jordan because he's listed as a guard. Well, but so I, like, Michael Jordan is not a point guard. What he's listed as a guard, he's going to be a shooting guard, okay. and he's going to be number one on my shooting. But guard if list. we're going by, if we're going by what Basketball Reference says or whatnot, is he's a guard. So that's why I wanted your criteria. That's why I wanted to. But I like ass- that with the fact that we have different criteria yes. shapes our different views. I like it. That's why I wanted to be first in saying that this is my criteria. Got it. So I'm gonna. I'm fine with all of it. I'm fine with your picks, and like you said, people will agree or they won't disagree. You know, I, I, Allen Iverson might not even yeah. be my top ten point guard. 
if you're going by he's not point on mine. guards. He's not on mine. But if you want to go, is he a top 20, 20 player of all time? I will say, yeah, he'd probably be there. He's in there. Yeah, I mean, when I you mean, get into the top 20, it's really difficult. It, it, okay. Because the top 20 of all time is very, very difficult to get into. Okay, but the dude was nasty, No, he was bro. unbelievable. Unbelievable, and it makes it really hard. So go ahead and name your top five uh, once more for us, please. Tied at five was Kid and 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 uh, CP CP three, uh, four was Oscar, three was Isaiah, two was Magic, one is uh, John Stockton. Mine is CP at five, Oscar at four. It is funny how we ended up with those two being love the same. it though. Uh, Steph at three, say what you will. Jerry West um, again, an argument could be made, <laughs> and then Magic Johnson. I, I like it. I really like how we have CP in there. And you know who's going to be really pissed is Jeff Crompton because he hates CP3 uh, But so I much. think even Jeff will, will – got to respect. respect yeah. You have to. Best. I mean, come on, dude. And even seeing what he's doing right now. We wrote Chris Paul off. Everywhere he goes, the team is good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you got anything else right now? No. That I'm, was a dope episode. I'm fucking looking forward to shooting guard. I think shooting guard is going to be a lot of shooting fun. Shooting guard is going to be tough. Tune in next week for shooting Make guard. Make sure you have your fucking criteria, Drew. Okay? I have my own criteria, man. <laughs> All right. Since you are in a fantasy world, Drew, oh. we're going to take about my boys do or die, fantasy, twista. You know what it is. It's the follow through with quarantine clips and no flu, Drew. And we're ghosts. Don't at me. Steph Kirby. I wish I could I wanna be your fantasy, but I gotta keep it real. I'm a pimp, I can show love. Cause I got too many chicks on the side. Now let me smoke around so you recognize the truth of. Put the game on my glide like too slow. You took your ass at the bar and you're too bug. Anyway, I could take you on a little cruise. If we could do the things you really, really wanna do. Cause I'm a man, I'm a leading friend. I can give a little if you let me in. We can hit the city in a rubber band. We can fly the cone with the Mexican. But you gotta plan when the test begin. And I don't really mind if you're lesbian. We could be a trio if you bring your friend. Call it then. We could bend straight to the crib and pop the Chris. Or Louis, you do me. Most got a little off to me But I can't help it just to be me Original 4 I help me Dive had shitty shot Do you really wanna be my fantasy? My fantasy I wish I could fly Called up in many conversations, my name was brought up. You need to check your homie, but not tonight. You involved in something that's also right. Lay some pipe, sip on some ribby and stay the night. Close the vertical blinds, searching for line. Medical, physical, burden of mind. A button of blouse. How can I tame this inner ambitious love? Pull back your Gucci dress, receive the touch. Sexual thoughts that's leading us. Is it me or you? Who trying to resist? Got you convinced, lost in the mist. Grabbing the sheets and balling the fist. Close your eyes, go deeper than this. Excel and caress the way it was meant. I guess it's another way that we vent, but please, no hickey. Lick me, wish for whisper. What you need, I'm going to get the entire picture. I wish you wish. I wish I could I'm 
chick had to look up and involve. And my conversation just to a cent y'all. Make them all take a puff like Kendo. Lay back in the drop while the wind blow. Little mama drink bell for a hand Pretty eyes, thick thighs on the side though. She been a fish to a man like me, oh. Walked in with a passion. Kiss on her neck while we laughing. She be giving up her ass, son. Bags them. Do you fabricate on me below? Wanna take a trip with me below? I can make you happy in this, I know. Fly to Italy, rich to the flow. Do you want a man to be style like me? All day nigga, they can out like me. Can he make it look? Could he vouch like me? Original OB, I empty. Dollar city shop. Do you really wanna be my 